Good evening, St. Augustine, and welcome to the Mike Davis Show. Hey, I'm hey, hey, with- hey, hey. What? I'm here today. Oh. I actually made an appearance today. You work. I know I you're so used to doing this show without me, mm-hmm. but I am actually here today. Okay. Should we start that from the top? We can start that from okay. the top. You. It is Wednesday, I'm pretty sure. Are you sure? Because it's not Planning and Zoning Tuesday, so it's yeah. Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Thank you to you and Davey for doing a Planning and Zoning Tuesday show. Yeah, that was fun. It was awesome. Yeah. I promised to watch. Yeah. I, I was too sure. We didn't get done until 7.30 last night. That's a late night for it you. It was a late night for me. <laughs> well, the meeting started at 1, so it was actually a really, oh, really late night. But long. yes. But welcome to the Mike Davis Show, St. Augustine, this evening. It's good He's to be back. I am Mike Davis. For those of you that <laughs> forgot, Amanda is not Mike Davis. She's Amanda. And Davey yeah. can never be mistaken for Mike Davis. He's Davey. He's in a different stratosphere. He is. I know. I'm not that tall. <laughs> I'm not that tall. I'm yeah. jealous because I wish I was that tall, but yes. I'm, I'm glad not I'm not tall. as tall as Davy. I, I know. I, it's I, hard for a girl to be as tall as Davy. Well, when girls are as tall as Davy, it's got to restrict the number of men that you can date. Or you can't do the normal female thing of, I want a guy taller than me. No, you can't do that because you're the tallest. Or it's one. very restricted. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard. It's very yeah. difficult. Yeah. It's very difficult. All right, let's make some money. I think I remember how to do that. Do you? Okay. We'll try. I'm pretty sure I do. Uh, Brightway Insurance, the Casey Agency, they have proudly stood by their customers since they opened here in St. Augustine in 2008. And through all of these major events, such as hurricanes, floods, hail, and fires, they have become a much-needed insurance resource in times of trouble and hardship. They love St. Augustine, and they pride themselves on being uh, insurance experts while developing strategies that help their clients meet their insurance needs. And right now, you need an insurance agent on your side because insurance in the state of Florida is not easy, and you need somebody. Call the Casey Agency, Brightway Insurance. Ask the Casey's folks. Awesome people. They insure this show, which tells you how much risk they're willing to take. That is true. And I just remembered that uh, we pull the reeds opposite from each other from the so binder. we did this one yesterday and so we did these reads yesterday but <laughs> south state bank the team at south state bank is a group of bankers you can count on their approach to building long-term relationships with their customers is the best in the business if you're looking for a banking relationship you can depend on check out south state bank they've got three locations to serve you on st augustine state road 312 state road 16 or the beach you can also visit them on their website at southstatebank.com they are a member fdic Solar Stick, Stephanie Hollis and her crew, they established Solar Stick in 2006. They are a local portable power company proudly committed to American manufacturing, constant innovation and creating jobs right here in St. Augustine, Florida. Solar Stick's focus on providing solutions for self-sufficiency helps users all over the world complete missions and save lives. Solar Stick, changing lives, saving lives and reviving American manufacturing. And Bozard Ford Lincoln in St. Augustine, their goal is to make sure your time and experience buying a new or used car is stress-free, fun, and enjoyable. Bozard is a family-owned Ford dealership that has been in business here in St. Augustine since 1949. And Bozard Ford Lincoln has been the recipient of numerous dealer awards, including being ranked the number one automotive dealership in the country by Dealer Raider. They also won back-to-back President's Awards, and they have at Ford's Garage right next door the most amazing 904 Now Burger. Mm-hmm. They do? Yep. So go get one of those, too, while you're out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you can check them out online, or you can go visit Bo Letty and all their staff. Yeah. They're absolutely wonderful folks. And that leads right into the Bozard Ford Community Update page. Mm-hmm. And that is a AAR. Do you know what an AAR is? AAR? See, if you were part of Task Force Hydro One, you would know an AAR. 
R is an after action report. After action it's report. It's an after action go. report. So we got an after action report mm -hmm. from our guys that are former military. Yeah. And they wanted us to know that their goal was $22,000 mm -hmm. for the Luau fundraiser I in the like 45 months. 30465 wow. bucks. That's a lot more. And I saw the pictures you posted. Yeah. I missed, Darcy and I missed a really fun event. It was a super fun event. Yeah, it looked really, really fun. And I'm jealous you and Louie got to go. Yeah, we got to go. Thank you very much for sending us. I'm glad you went. I will send you again next year. Uh, hopefully, uh, Darcy and I will not be vacationing somewhere, but I'm not yeah. going to promise that. Mm -hmm. I've not received the vacation schedule for next year. <laughs> The box so once I update. know what the schedule is, then we can figure that She'll out. She'll give you a before action report. She no, she just tells me be here. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I will be there. I got I that. I need to be in her planning process so uh, I can plan my my vacations around yours. I know. I was like, okay, I'm, we're going. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. and I will talk more about the trip. It was a wonderful trip, but yeah. thank you for covering uh, all the guests. You guys are awesome <laughs> all the time. Uh, most of the pictures that you post of where I was were actual <laughs> true pictures. Yeah. I did jump the shark in the Fonzie mm -hmm. outfit. It took me a second to realize that I was the Fonz. It took a hard, a hard time for you to find that jacket, right? Uh, no, I, I actually probably have one of those. <laughs> I have the full leather jacket. I do. Yeah. Love that leather jacket, except it was the coolest jacket I bought like 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. And now you have all these technical, tactical jackets yeah. that weigh one-tenth of that and are just as warm. Mm -hmm. And so when you put the leather jacket on, it's like I go up a weight class. Yeah. It's like, whoa, whoa, well, it changes your demeanor. It changes your stance. Uh, I went up a weight class when I put that on. So. You either feel like a man or you feel like a little boy wearing your dad's jacket. No, no, I feel, like, I feel, like, I feel like a dude, but it's like, okay, yeah. I'm going to carry this thing around. Okay. At the end of the day, I take it off and I feel much lighter, but yeah. I love that jacket. It's an so awesome jacket. You should jacket. wear it for like rook marches and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Robin's listening in the car. Robin, drive safely. Yes. <laughs> and I am glad we're back. Thanks, Robin. All right. So we have all kinds of crazy stories, mm -hmm. but tell me how the week went without me. The week went great. We had um, <laughs> we had Recovery RX come in. You didn't in. miss me. No. I mean, <laughs> when you go kidding. on vacation, I have to work even harder. Yes, you do. It's a lot of work, yeah. but I enjoy it and it's fun. I get to hang out with all of your friends while you're gone and make fun of you. <laughs> and um, you can't get too mad because you don't watch the show. No, so. <laughs> I couldn't. I was. We were completely off grid. Yeah. So you had no connection. We were completely off grid for most of the days, and uh, that was awesome with me. Mm -hmm. I was very happy about that. In fact, how did Darcy um, send us all of those pictures of your vacation? Though? Well, there were certain people that managed to phone? tell people that <laughs> they needed to get on the internet and check flights mm -hmm. and other stuff. Mm -hmm. And people were like, "Aren't you going to check?" I'm like, "No, no, no, I'm good." Nope. I'm good. I put my yeah. phone down. I'm good. I don't need anything. I'm okay. Yeah. I'm good. You're good. I was good. I, I was, I do way too much on my phone all the time. So to be able to not have one and not be able to tie in, I was like, this is fun. I mean, you didn't post any pictures of your meals on vacation on the gram? No. Nothing? Nothing. Not a no one. Tweets. I don't do that. If it's my vacation, <laughs> I'm going to enjoy my vacation. I don't know. I just never... We're on social media all the time, mm -hmm. and I love being on social media and talking to people and uh, getting, you know, feedback, but it wasn't, you know, when I go somewhere, I don't need people to know that where I'm at. I'm not part of the rob me app people. Yeah. I'm really far away enjoying myself. My house is empty, right? <laughs> I'm not that type of, so. Well, and you I, and Darcy are very into being present with the people next to you. Yeah. Not showing everyone in the world that you're with this person or that person or doing this thing or that thing. Don't need anybody to know. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm good. I'm happy with that. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy that's why I enjoy my vacations yeah. and unplugging and all those things. But yeah. Mm-hmm. And I encourage everyone to do that. I yeah. think people spend too much time on their phones. Mm-hmm. For sure. I mean, I, I used my phone as a camera. And that was it. And it was, and I got some great pictures. I will share pictures. I'll send you some that we'll we can see. put out. Um, so what that means is he's going to email me pictures and I will share them to all of you. I don't know how to share them. <laughs> I really don't. I, yeah. I guess I could put some of them on Facebook. I guess I could do that. Yeah. I will. I'll save you the step of putting them out there. <laughs> Not all of them, but some of them. Okay. But there were some great, but th- this, um, I mean, people make fun of uh, Android phones. Yeah. And I've got a Samsung phone and it's phenomenal. Uh, and I was on a job site today. Yeah. And it was around 11 o'clock and the mm-hmm. moon had not set yet. Mm-hmm. So I set the phone on the truck mm-hmm. to brace it and then blew up the moon and took a picture of it. Yeah. And everyone on the job site was like, wow, I can't do that with my iPhone. Yeah. I can't. They're like, I can't do that. There's no way I could take that picture. Uh-huh. And so one of the other guys was joking and he said, you know, there's a, um, there's a meme out there. Yeah. That's, that's a picture from my that's phone on a trip in the middle of the day. Okay. It's a really good that's picture a of the moon. cool moon picture. And if you send it to me, I'll put it. I will send it screen. while you're talking. Um, <laughs> so, cause if I try to send it while I'm talking, this segment will take forever. Yeah. Um, but one of the guys joked, he said, there's a meme out there now about a guy with an iPhone trying to get the picture of the moon. Okay. Yeah. And then. I'll send it. Here. I got it. Oh, got you got it. it? Oh, you already clicked the send. Yes, you just keep talking. Oh, and so he said that the person with the Android next to him is zooming in on the man on the moon. Yeah. Right? The Literally like a little astronaut on the moon. Mm-hmm. That's how good the Samsung phone or the Android phones are versus the yeah. iPhones. So take that iPhone. <laughs> so, yes. I feel like Samsung um, overcompensates for being like the loser phone. <laughs> So by having a really good camera. The amazing camera. Yeah. It really is a cool camera. I feel like that's a thing. And, and it's, I, I like the camera because I got, I get shots. Some of the people on the trip after the second or third day are like, we're just mm-hmm. not going to take pictures anymore. Just send us yours. Just text us yours. Because yeah. you, you've got, the, it was just picking up so much clarity and, and color, which was really, really fun. So I find that that's something that happens now when I'm on vacation is that I'll be in a situation and I'll see like a kid in a family group that's on the same tour as us doing something really amazing. And I'll take the picture, show the mom and say, do you want me to send this to you? Yeah. And then I'll text it. She'll give me her number. I have no idea who this woman is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She'll send me her number. I'll text her the picture and then I'll delete the picture yeah. in front of her so she knows I'm not a creeper. But I'm like, hey, I just saw your kid doing something super cute. I thought you might like this. And I've had parents do that for me. And I really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Because then you end up getting a picture from a perspective that you weren't in. Because you were making sure your kid wasn't dying. Mm -hmm. But someone else might have the better camera angle. So it's nice. There's a nice little camaraderie there. And we saw all kinds of wildlife. Yes. Because we stayed at... um, We saw that. You interacted with many. Well, we flew into Anchorage and we went south to the Kenai Peninsula. Mm -hmm. And there's a group, the Alaska Wilderness Adventures. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, they have cabins, one on a river, one on a glacier lake, and then one in what they call the backcountry. And so we did the river first. And it was so funny because the first night they're giving us the the tour of the camp, right? And there's little cabins that are like one room with a little bathroom in the back, Mm -hmm. right? And then there's a lodge that everybody has uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner at. And they're giving us a tour. I said, we don't lock any of the doors in the cabins. Yeah. And I'm like- interesting. Well, no, no, I have a reason for that. So yeah. we do the whole tour and then Darcy and I are standing there and I said, well, I know why they don't lock the doors of the cabins. He said, why? I said, 
this is bear country. If you're four feet away from a cabin yeah. and the door is locked, you're screwed. Yeah. If the doors, the moon if the doors open, you can run in. That makes sense. And lock the door behind you, right? Okay. So you don't lock the door. So we go have dinner that night. We go back to our cat. We, we go down by the fire. We hang out for a while with some friends. And then we go back to the, the cabin to go to bed. Mm-hmm. And I walk in. I go to brush my teeth. I turn around and I look. And Darcy has propped a chair under the door handle. <laughs> I'm like, I have taught my wife so well, right? Self-preservation. She's like, do you think that's going to do anything? I said, well, it'll probably slow the bear down enough for us to do something. But yeah. that's about it. Yeah. 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 So. Well, unless you have a, a <sighs> gun with you, you're not doing a whole lot. I'm not going to say if I did or I didn't, but yes, I could have done a whole lot. I could have done a whole lot. Um, <laughs> so Barbara Jean, did we see the Northern Lights? I have a sad story about the Northern Lights. Yeah. So one of the people that went on the trip with us, uh, their lifelong goal is to see the Northern Lights. Yeah. And in Anchorage, it was overcast and rainy. And then at some of the other places every night, it was overcast and we didn't get really good views, right? We mm-hmm. weren't at the right angle. At the Glacier Lake, the last night, there was some discussion about, hey, it's really clear tonight. There might be the Northern Lights. Yeah. But if you go on the app for the Northern Lights, it said there were the no... The Northern Lights have an app. They have an app. There's an <laughs> app for that. All right. And this was one of the people that hacked into the internet, right, okay. to check her app. And she said, um, they're probably not going to be here tonight. Uh, but I'm going to get up mm-hmm. and and go out there. So, you know, Darcy and I are, are, we're ready. It's our last night there. We got one big hike the next morning. Mm-hmm. And um, we hear a bunch of commotion at like 12, 1230. And it's one family in the, we're the closest to the, uh, our cabins are closest to the, um, uh, the lodge. And so they're walking out of the lodge. They're kind of jumping up and down. And we're like, ah, well, whatever. It's just a family celebrating out there. Yeah. Wake up the next morning and find out they did see the Northern oh, Lights. Oh, man. And I'm not a Northern Lights guy. It's not yeah. on my bucket list, right? If I look up and see the Northern Lights, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, okay. Um, but it was very disappointing because yeah. now they, they did. They were there. And you, they were there. Yeah. And I didn't walk out. But I will also say this. Um, six hours before that, Mm-hmm. we were having dinner in the lodge and yeah. there's a bunch of windows at the lodge that look out over a hundred foot walkway mm-hmm. um, to the beach on okay. the lagoon. And then there's a little Island in the middle of the lagoon with some nice trees. And then in the background is the glacier mm-hmm. and the mountains. And so I'm sitting there, it's a beautiful sunny night. And um, it's probably, I don't know. I mean, I said, you know, I really want to get a picture of the sunset. Mm-hmm. So I looked at the guy that was eating with me and I said, I'm going to run down there in about five minutes because the sun should be just about perfect to get a good sunset picture. Mm-hmm. Three minutes later, one of the 20 people in the lodge having dinner with us says, bear. Oh, no. And everybody looks out, and this big black bear is walking right down the walkway to the beach. Well, the black bears aren't the scary ones. They're I mean, all... I wouldn't sc- want to encounter any of them. <laughs> Had I <laughs> left at that moment, Darcy would have not been happy with you. Had I left and gone down to that beach at that moment, when I said, hey, I'm going to go in five minutes, if I'd gone right then, it would have been me and the bear on the, you wouldn't be seeing so pictures of So that's how we got the picture of you riding the bear on yes, the river. Yes, I was riding the bear with on the river. The, with the cubs behind. That's exactly okay. how that happened. So alternate yeah. ending to the story. Uh, yeah, but it was really, <laughs> yeah, I looked out there and went, well, I'm glad I'm not down on that beach right now. Because I'd have yeah. been focusing on... Mm-hmm. The scenery, and then I, you know, you those things move really quietly. Yeah, they do. For a big animal, they're they've really... got very plushy 
pads. And so it makes for soft, quiet walking. So the other thing that happened over there is you realize how low some of the, the land is in Alaska. Okay. You see all these mountains and everything, but there's a lot of kind of swampy area and low areas in Alaska and along the ocean, especially. And it's very um, tsunami risk prone. Right? Okay. So they, high risk they, of tsunami. they have a lot of earthquakes in Alaska. They have them daily. Really hear about that. They have them daily. They're mostly smaller ones, but they have them daily. And so in, in uh, 1964, 62, 64, they had a Good Friday earthquake that raised and lowered parts of the coastline and interior of Alaska, like 9 and 10 and 12 feet. Wow. Ups and downs, right? That's a lot. It's a lot. It created a 100-foot tsunami. Yeah. So we do this hike the next morning after bear night. And we go up this uh, mountain trail and part of it, you have to climb on ropes over the rocks okay. to get where you go. So we get up to this, this rest point and there's this huge cobalt Tim Allen um, tool bin that okay. is bolted to the rocks and tied to a tree and it's metal Ooh, and it's it locked out there with a right? power tool. And oh, a it, it's unbelievable. Right. <laughs> and, the guy says, you know what this is for? And I say, yeah, it's for the tsunami. And he looked at me and I'm, he's like, yeah, this is our tsunami rally point. Uh -huh. If there's a tsunami warning, we take all the people out of the cabins and all the staff and we come up here at night. Wow. And I'm telling you, this was not an easy trail during yeah. the day. But he said, we got to be more than 100 feet above. Man. Yeah, and I'm thinking that's just. That's oh, we have somebody that monitors this all the time. There's nothing about living in Alaska that's for sissies. I feel like no, no, no. W one of the guides said that they make Alaska really difficult to live in, and and that's how that's why people don't stay. Right. That's what Florida needs to <laughs> learn. Florida has made it too job. accommodating. <laughs> it's too welcoming. We need yeah. more Pete Melfi in mm -hmm. Florida, and we would have less people. Yeah. Or Pete, is he not from Alaska? Because it seems no. like born and bred, he should be from Alaska. From Alaska. <laughs> well, they say they do. And, and the winters are really difficult up there. Of course. The summers are rather short. They're short and they're very damp and the mosquitoes are crazy. Yeah, it, it rained uh, a lot on us when we were there. Yeah. I didn't bother me at all. I really enjoyed the, the weather. We still got to hike and raft and do all mm -hmm. kinds of other things. I mean, basically, you, you put a rubber water suit on and you just go. <laughs> You saw, right, after you put on a rubber yeah just, so you put sorry. on a rubber top and a rubber bottom and you just go i knew you were gonna have fun with that so there was sorry. no way to say that without making you laugh rain so. gear you could have said rain gear oh yeah i could have said that yeah. but it wouldn't have made you laugh <laughs> well not gore-tex rain gear because gore-tex doesn't work okay well i didn't say it's too thin I hear that's a problem with a lot of guys. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh -huh. it was um, it was it was super fun. The staff of this place was phenomenal. I mean, they mm -hmm. constantly were picking up all your stuff and carting you from point A to point B. Uh, food was great. Um, we the backcountry lodge one night. Uh, we sat up. There were seven guests and and uh, about five staff that were there. Mm -hmm. And a couple of the staff came out and played cards with us. Nice. And so we played, uh, I don't know, an hour and a half of cards by candlelight. All right. It was really, really cool. Very 1800s. Breakfast in the morning was by candlelight. All right. It was really rustic and so cool. So was it a shorter day as far as sunlight? No, no, no. Still longer because you're okay, it's summertime. So you're summer, so it's really long days. And right now we're we're closing in on twelve hours a day, and in two weeks, what okay. the um, the uh, 
uh, tumble equinox and it'll be, you know, 12 hours daylight. To, but up there, it's still like 14 hours. Mm -hmm. But they, we lose two or three minutes a day. They lose like 20 minutes a day. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, the, the daylight change that goes on up there. So I dated a guy from Alaska. He had a Of course you did. He was in the military, stationed in Pensacola. Not Pensacola. Okay. Um, Another. You're such a military dater. He did have. How did you meet Louie? He was he never was in the military. He was the one guy I dated in the military. <laughs> He's just the one that did all the cool he stuff. He did all the cool stuff and he was from everywhere. Okay. <laughs> um, so he had a house in Kenai Peninsula. Yeah. And you hear about how um, there are times where it's total darkness. Yes. Like, that sun does he said that it's not that the sun doesn't rise, it's that it just rises really low mm -hmm. and it just stays right at the horizon. And so you see the sunrise and the sunset almost all day, all day, yeah. So it's not that you don't see it, it's just it doesn't last very long and it's yeah. very, very low. So unless you're, you know, blink and you miss it. Yes. So you were in the long part because you're still in the summer. We're still in the summer. <laughs> and also, Barbara Jean, on the app on the Northern Lights, uh, the the woman that was with us that it wants to see them, we're, we've mm -hmm. already committed two years from now, we're going to go to Norway. Yeah, um, because in twenty I was gonna say Iceland in twenty twenty five, it's supposed to be um, one of the best years for the Northern Lights. Okay, so we wanted to go to a country, so Nor uh, Norway and Sweden. Mm -hmm. So I can already tell you, sometime in twenty twenty five, I won't be here. I don't know when. I want to go to Iceland and see the Northern Lights. Uh, I, I, I when just, you come back, can you send me to Iceland? To see yes, the I will Lights? see. And we can compare pictures. I will see if iPhone we can do Android. a contest between <laughs> you and I to win a trip to Iceland. Yeah, all right. I'll probably lose. Um, <laughs> But no, I, it, it, it was uh, super fun and mm -hmm. people were great. Uh, the, I talked to a local guy at the bed and breakfast. We stayed out the first couple of days in Anchorage mm -hmm. and his family had been there since uh, his grandfather after World War I had moved okay. to Alaska. So I consider yeah. him a longtime Alaskan mm -hmm. um, native, but he had a story about his uh, dad. His name was Curly Dan, Curly Dave, Curly Dave, Curly Dave. All right. And. The story about Curly Dave is there was a bunch of them in a little hunting shack. Okay. And a grizzly bear broke in at breakfast. Ugh. Everybody ran out Those of the are shack. The scary bears. <laughs> Everyone ran out of the shack except for his dad. Oh, yeah. And the bear left after like 10 minutes. And they mm -hmm. were all convinced that Curly Dave was dead. Yes. Eaten by the bear. Dead Curly Dave. Dead Curly Dave. Yes. They walked back in, and Curly Dave was still sitting in his chair eating his breakfast. <laughs> He was not going to leave his <laughs> breakfast, even though there was a bear in the cabin with him. And everybody else's bacon was gone. And everybody else's <laughs> stuff was gone. And so he became this legend because mm -hmm. he wouldn't leave. Yeah. I got to tell you, I, I don't know. If I was at the Anastasia Diner and I was having a really good breakfast and a bear mm -hmm. walked in, I'm not leaving either. Well, so a lot of animals will match your energy. Yes. I don't know that I'd want to risk it with a grizzly bear, but a lot of animals will match your energy. Mm -hmm. And if you're sitting there making the calculation, can I outrun a grizzly that wants to kill me? You're not. Or can I stay really still mm -hmm. and just not annoy the grizzly that might just be curious about yeah. the space? Then like, I don't run fast, so I might stay put. <laughs> I got to think too, though, even though a grizzly is an animal, not a human being, when everybody else ran out, Mm -hmm. The Grizzly's got to look at the guy still sitting there and go. That's one crazy mf'er. <laughs> I'm not messing with that guy. I'm not messing with him. And props yeah. to you, buddy, because yeah. everybody else is afraid of me. But you're just still eating breakfast. When so. the scariest guy yeah. on the block encounters someone that's completely unfazed by them, then yeah, that dude's a little confused. So the bear went back that night yeah. to the den with all the other bears. Like, what'd you do today? Have breakfast with Curly Dave. <laughs>
And they're like, I've heard about that guy. He's really tough. He could have killed you. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, yeah, he was Man. a really good guy. Uh, the other funny thing he said is That's local so uh, people in that live around Anchorage mm-hmm. call all the new people that because they, they're all from California. Yeah. Their nickname <laughs> for Anchorage is Los Anchorage. Los Anchorage. Los Anchorage. Instead right. of Los Angeles, it's yeah. Los Angeles. I Anchorage. thought that was hilarious, right? It's just funny. kind of a really cool local story, um, but really, really neat. And I, all places that live in cool states with cool nature mm-hmm. hate Californians invading their state can confirm. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. So the other thing that we saw on the way out there, and I have to apologize, and I'm probably a wanted man. Oh. Because of this. This is exciting. I, I, I beat a man in the airport and took his shirt. Yeah. But I did it for a good reason. Okay. Pete Melfi deserved to have that shirt. <laughs> And yeah. so I just didn't even explain to him why I didn't try to, to buy the shirt. I just took it from him. So you committed a crime and then you hit out. Well, the not really because the shirt was worth less than like 10 or 12 bucks. That's still a crime. That's a misdemeanor. It's a minor one. That's a crime. I'm not thinking so. And I didn't steal the guy's shirt. I should have though. And yeah. I felt bad. I should have offered my, the shirt said it's too peopley out today. Yeah. And I just, I saw that shirt. I couldn't get my camera out fast enough to yeah. take a picture, but I texted him, Pete Melby's like, please tell me you got the shirt for me. Yeah. So I told Pete, there needs to be some swag in the swag shop that says, and I know for now it's two people out today. Yeah. And Let me see I, if I can find the shirt. I thought it was just an awesome, awesome shirt for Pete Melfi. It's two people out today. Is it just one of these basic ones? Uh, let's see. I can't see that far. <laughs> uh, it's way too people outside. Yes, yes, all of those are really good. All right. We're going to have to buy one of those for Pete Melfi. We can do that. It's not his birthday. We're just going to get one for him because we make so much damn go, fun of him. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go online today and get one. Uh, obviously, because I'm buying it for Pete, I'm going to buy a triple X large. Oh, lovely. I a am nice not. Shirt. I'm not. I'm just kidding. <laughs> a night shirt for him. No, I won't. I want him to go to wear it on the show. That's true. I think it would be really cool. And I, I'm yeah. going to, I'll, I'll go buy Pete a shirt tonight. You might like, yeah, I've got a couple of them. We yeah. Can, we'll I, pick out a shirt. For we you, will Pete. pick out a shirt for Pete and we'll <laughs> get one to Pete and he can wear it in the morning show. And yes, he can give us credit or not. Gonna, uh, Barbara Jean, we got this. This is, <laughs> you, you are squarely in Pete's camp. This is yeah. my way of apologizing to Pete for all the things I've said will say and intend to say about him. Mm-hmm. So I'm just being nice to the guy that I give a hard time to. Barbara Jean, they do have, cat versions of this shirt that I will, <laughs> I will text you the link for later. <laughs> yeah, there's way too people out there today. Yes. So yeah, I just thought it was such a Pete Melfi shirt. Um, and I thought it was really, really. Davey's confirming his size. He's a medium or large. He's Well, they don't make medium or a large, Davey. Which one is it? <laughs> He's an ML. He's an ML. ML. All right. So while you were gone, he wants to be a medium, but he identifies as a large. Or does he identify as a medium I and mean, he is a large? Same. I don't know. <laughs> like I'm going to tell you, I wear the large. So Pete's definitely yeah. a medium. Okay. I don't know. I d- I don't judge man size. I don't know. Yeah, Davey, I'm going with medium. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Troy would be an extra small. Recovery RX is here. Yes. They have a fundraiser a week from Thursday. <laughs> Scars Under the Stars. My family's going to be there. If you want to join us at Scars Under the Stars, we shared it last week. I'll drop it down in the comments. Get your tickets. Help raise money. They are Their goal is 250000 because they're trying to build a recovery home. Yes. So it's a very noble cause. It's a big ask. So help us out. Help us get to that goal. 
We also had Sailbird uh, Distilling Company in. Mm-hmm. They've got their, they're still waiting on their paperwork from the city. So yes. if you know anybody, maybe you can give them a call. I know people out. in the city. Yeah. Some of them like me and return my call. <laughs> well, call the ones that like you <laughs> and help them get their paperwork. They need to get their second location uh, open. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, I have some more stories from the, the, the trip. More stories from Alaska. Yeah, I, I do have more stories. So, uh, we're there for a day before we, we go in this backcountry. We don't know what the alcohol is going to be mm-hmm. like in the backcountry. And we also have this beautiful porch that overlooks um, the bay in Anchorage. And you can see the planes landing at the airport, which mm-hmm. I'm like, it's Anchorage. How many planes can go through Anchorage? Yeah. Amanda. A lot. A lot of planes, lot of planes. went through Anchorage. It was like every yeah. 10 minutes, another plane was there. It was really cool to watch how busy that airport was. Uh-huh. Um, so we go into a liquor store. Obviously, uh, I've got to get some bourbon because yeah. I, I don't travel Clearly. well without bourbon. <laughs> I just enjoy my, my bourbon at yeah. night, right? So we go, we we walk all around. We find this one liquor store. Uh, we go to get into it. There's a guy standing at this kiosk and he's mm-hmm. having a hard time with the kiosk. Okay. And finally, uh, I guess it works. I didn't realize what he was doing, but the door opens and the four of us just walk into the liquor store. All right. And then he walks in and we, we find some bourbon, we find some wine, we go up to the counter mm-hmm. and the guy says, I got to see all four of your IDs. All right. And we're like, uh, okay. So you guys bypass the, the system at the front door. Uh oh. We're like, well, what's the system at the front door? Y'all in trouble. In Alaska, certain liquor stores, you have to scan your ID mm-hmm. to get into the liquor store. Yeah. Now I'm like, well, what difference does it make? And he says, well, the difference it makes up here is if you've been bad with alcohol, if you've misbehaved, oh, yeah? they will take your regular license and they will turn everything sideways like they do with the kids here in Florida. Okay. So you're an adult with a license okay. that turns sideways with a big circle on it, right? Indicating that you are not allowed to buy alcohol. You're still allowed to drive, okay. but you're not allowed to buy alcohol. All right. But it's a really long way over in Alaska. You can't make people walk. Yeah. And it's but cold. People fly in Alaska too. It's a really lot of cold. People have planes. Yes, they do. I have a mm-hmm. stat on that All for right. Thursday. Um, which is tomorrow. Um, it's tomorrow. God, this week is flying. It comes conveniently after uh, Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday it does. And before <laughs> Friday sometimes yeah. too. Who knew? That's what um, <laughs> so he goes to this whole explanation that if you've been bad, and we're like, well, what's bad? Well, you know, when you've been arrested for drunk driving, you know, three or four times. Mm-hmm. We're like, well, which is it? Is it three or four? Well, just one of those numbers, right? Yeah. So that's their whole system is you, they scan your IDs, everybody in your party. If you walk in there with four people, all of them get their ID scanned. Okay. So they don't get in trouble for selling alcohol to somebody who has been in trouble with alcohol. All right. Yeah. My goodness. I, it a was, lot. It's a lot. And then that's, the bear, and then bear spray training was cool too. Okay, so you had bear bear spray training. Yes. If you buy the can of bear spray, you can't take it on the plane, right? Of course. So you, <laughs> obviously not. Um, but if you, so you, the training was in an alley behind the store. Mm-hmm. And the guy doing the training, of course, was a relocate. This sounds from so me. sketch. Like buy a can of bear spray and meet me in the alley behind the store. No, no, no. It was a different can. This it wasn't isn't a, a date. It this wasn't. Like... It wasn't the can I bought. No, it's none of your dates. 
Maybe you Bruce. dated. Maybe you dated Bruce. guys you met in the alley. I never dated a guy never. I met in the alley I ever. Never. I'm a lady. ever did I date a guy I met in the alley? Never have I ever. All right, so we go back there, and he says it's really important that you know which way the wind is blowing. Yeah, I would imagine. And I'm like, okay, important fact to know. <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> All right, got that. So the wind is howling out of one direction. So when he mm-hmm. sprays the bear spray, I mean, it literally goes 20 feet. And he shows how to spray it, and you you do it in a circle. If you go with the wind, it goes 20 feet. (laughs) It goes with the wind. And I said, well, what if the bear is charging at you from the opposite direction? He said, well, then you're kind of (laughs) screwed. You're dead. Because if you spray it too soon, it all comes back in your face. Yeah. So you almost have to wait till the bear's on top of you. And then you just make him mad. And then you just spray it right in his face and hope for the best. I'm going with Curly Dave's approach. I really don't know that I think this is a good idea, right? This is not the best of ideas. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, fortunately, I did not have to deploy any bear spray and any of those things. We are all happy to hear that. I'm very happy to hear that I did not have to do that. So. We're more happy for Darcy that you didn't have to do that. Yes, also. very happy. But I will tell you, if you get a chance to go, vacation. go, um, yeah, go to go Alaska. Alaska. It's a beautiful place. It takes a little, I mean, it's takes as long to get to Alaska from Florida as it does to get to uh, Europe. Yeah. It took us 29 hours and a half to get home. It's quicker to get to Europe. Well, we, we were at that lodge, mm-hmm. which is a two hour boat ride from the lodge to Seward. Mm-hmm. Then we got on the train, the Alaska train from Seward to Anchorage, and that is, it, the scenery was amazing. I imagine a train had, to Alaska is gorgeous. It was um, uh, glass top. Yeah. There was a, a balcony out on the back. We were Beautiful. the second of the two cars with that. Yeah. So we had a complete view over the back of the train. Mm-hmm. Uh, they served us dinner, which was pretty good. Yeah. Um, drinks were okay. <laughs> uh, they had Woodford. So, yeah, yeah Woodford Reserve. So, so it was pretty okay. good. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't bad. Does he have her white wine? Uh, no. No, no, she was like, no. Not drinking. No, she was. I don't know what was wrong. But so anyway, so we, we, but the views were great. Got some great pictures um, from that as well. Um, but yeah, really, really fun. Then we went and stayed at the Puffin Inn. The Puffin Inn. The Puffin Inn. There are only a couple of places if that If you had, go to Iceland, you can eat Puffin. Well, I would not want to eat a Puffin, but. Why not? They it's dive 600 feet. I bet they're the delicious water. too. I don't know. They eat fish. So oh yeah. Just because they're not a mammal, you'll eat them. <laughs> Well, they are mammals. I eat lots I'm sorry. of mammals. I know. I'm just puffins are not mammals. No, <laughs> you're right. They're not mammals. <laughs> I, I, but I would eat them. Okay, I would try. So um, the uh, but we stayed there. It is probably one of the older Anchorage hotels. Yeah, but it did have a 24 hour service to get you to the airport. Okay, so that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Very but, vintage. But yeah, and we stayed in the old section. Yeah, it was incredibly vintage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was. It was quite the. Um, you drop a corner in the bed to get a no, no. That thing was that thing got worn out twenty five years <laughs> ago. Right. It was still attached to the bed, but it was worn okay. out. Um, but Break I I sat on the edge of the bed to take my shoes off, mm-hmm. and I felt like uh, the entire bed was on a. Uh, it just <laughs> it just kind of sloped off. I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. It was very. It was, that was like a two and a two and a half hour nap. So you have to coordinate. Sitting on the bed with your partner? Yes. So that you don't flip Well, I was afraid yourself. when Darcy jumped on the other side of the bed, and she doesn't weigh anything, that yeah. she was still going to launch me into the wall. <laughs> it's like, so, the, yeah. was it the senator from Georgia that thought that we were going to flip an island by sending troops to it? Yes. I don't know if it's Georgia or somewhere, but yes, there <laughs> was, was the, Georgia. there's so many people on that island, it will flip yeah. over. Yeah. Literally asked a military leader if yeah. increasing our military presence by like 1,500 or 15,000. 
just gonna flip an flip island. island. Was it Tonga? I, I think remember. it was Tonga. I think you're right. <laughs> I don't so know who funny. the I don't know who the senator. I don't think it was a senator. I think it was a representative. But yes, yeah. Karen Toner saying Georgia. Georgia. Okay. Oh, by the way, on the way back in, I did get to watch Florida State whoop up on LSU. Yeah. How was that? It Clemson was awesome. Did not do well, last well it was it was more fun than watching Clemson lose, but just because I was so excited that we beat a team that was ranked, and you guys lost to a team that wasn't ranked. Well, it's new for you to to win, <laughs> so I know that that's exciting. <laughs> it's new for you guys to lose to Duke. It is. Too. <laughs> it is. So we have to relearn it. We spent a long time as a losing team, so we're going to relearn. You know that game. I think is in three weeks. Uh, we're going to have to come up with a really fun bet for that game. I'll just buy you the bourbon right now. <laughs> I'm not even. I'm not even going to fight the fight. I'll buy you your prize that you can drink to. Well, drink I have a, the game. I have a buddy who's a huge LSU fan. Yeah. And LSU is up three at half, and so I texted him. I did the Troy Jinx on him. Uh huh. I completely threw the Troy Jinx on him. I texted him. I said, "Hey, um, congratulations! You guys look awesome. Mm -hmm. I hope you don't blow us out in the second half." Yeah. It was Guam, not Tonga. It was Guam. Okay. Yep. And it was it was Representative Hank Johnson. Yep. Asked if we would flip over Guam. Mm-hmm. And they claimed it was a metaphor, but it wasn't. If you watch the video, he was super serious because he like has follow-up questions. Yeah. <laughs> I would love the follow-up questions. How many people does it take to flip an island? I just, um, oh. Robin, congratulations on making home safe. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Andy, I have a question for you. Um, there were a couple of uh, people that voted for Florida State to be the number one team in the country in the poll that came out. A couple, jo jo a couple. Georgia is obviously the number one team in the country. They okay. are the, they're the past champion. They're phenomenal, mm -hmm. right? Um, and I told my sons who are FSU fans, I said, yeah, those are Alabama sports writers that refuse to vote. <laughs> for Georgia mm -hmm. and they're just out of spite to make Georgia mad they're not yeah. they don't want to be unanimous number one I said that's yeah, it sure. so Andy let me know if I'm right let me know if it's the yeah. uh, salty Alabama sports writers who refuse to give it up for Georgia <laughs> oh well yeah I know it's not the guys the in Tallahassee so <laughs> yeah but no it was it was super super fun you um, had a great trip and I'm happy for you and we had fun we had fun in your absence as well I am. I love that the show runs on and doing that. Mm -hmm. Are we doing? Is there's a rumor Friday shows are coming back? Uh, so on occasion, we'll see how okay. we'll see how Davy and I feel. Okay. As we have something, I do want to remind you all: if there's something in pop culture that you want Davy and I to cover, then email mikedavisshow at gmail .com with your topics. Sweet. We'll take your suggestions, and if there are any like funny celebrity pictures that you want us to talk about or react to, then email those too. Did, did, um, I, so we, we, how did pop culture go? It was fantastic. We have so much fun. And is we that, had, so we had a hurricane party because our first pop culture yeah. show while you were gone, a hurricane was coming. Yes. So we all brought our favorite snacks and I about murdered Davey with, cause I am very low, low class <laughs> when it comes to snack food. If you, if you want to taste my favorites, mine are just bottom of the barrel. They are not high class. And now um, I'm intrigued, but keep telling the story. Davey, I got to write a follow-up question. Like a hangover from my junk food, which I felt bad for. Uh, but he did like my booze option he, he for a hurricane. Wait, wait. First of all, mm -hmm. what did you bring that gave him a junk food hangover? He's still traumatized by my dip that I brought in, my chip and dip. What did she, what did she, what'd you bring? Just Frito-Lay jalapeno cheddar dip. Davey, Davey, buddy. He says it's not cheese. 
but the ingredients do include cheese. So it is, in fact, cheese. It's just very shelf-stable cheese. Then we got into a whole thing about cheese product versus cheese. My dip might be a cheese product. I'm willing to concede that. But it is delicious, and I've, I have loved it ever since I was introduced to it as a very small child. Okay. I, listen, I think there's certain things that you just, you understand that they're simulated food and you eat them anyway. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I know what it, I'm getting when I pop it open like a cat food can. Might as well eat a candle. <laughs> it was delicious. Then how well it's lit, It's Dave. very how flavorful. Well it's, yeah. it's much more flavorful than a candle. So I, I we need to get Menork and Mike's in on mm -hmm. one of the Tuesday shows. Absolutely. Because they, they have amazing food. Yes. And they have all kinds of dips. We and won't the, traumatize you, Davey. We won't traumatize you. You're going to eat a lot of daddle products, Davey. Yes. A lot of daddle sauces, <laughs> daddle jellies. I also brought in like mega stuff Oreos and zebra cakes. Isabella brought wait, in wait a minute. Wait Butterfinger. A minute. Vanilla mega stuff Oreos or chocolate? Oh, get out of here. Regular mega stuff Oreos. <sighs> Dang it. Like you're, classic you're so Mega close. Stuff you're so close to greatness. Don't even talk to me. I can't go down the aisle when those are on sale. I can't. I take the every, it takes every bit of my. Yeah, Will I just power. got I gotta walk right past that aisle. Yeah. If I if I see the Oreos are on sale up at Publix, I just, mm -hmm. just like gotta I avoid that aisle. I like don't everything. buy them because if I have them in the house, I'm going to eat them. Yeah. And I don't need to be eating them. <laughs> mm-hmm. So nobody needs Norio, but they're just so delicious. And um, yeah, my family always served Oreos in threes. Mm -hmm. So now I like don't feel right if I don't eat three, three Oreos at a time. Yeah. But I like like the mega stuff ones. So then it's like That's six. That's six yes. amounts of icing for mm -hmm. three. Yeah. yeah. So it's a lot. It's a lot. Yes. Imitation food like spam. It's better than spam. I think I think kale is an imitation food too. I hate kale. I think kale is a one hundred percent imitation food. I'm not sure it even comes from the ocean. It doesn't come from the ocean. Okay, good. <laughs> I was right. <laughs> kale is a type of uh, lettuce family. It's like seaweed. It's like seaweed. No, that's not it at all. <laughs> that's what it tastes like. It tastes. Like we did. We did on one of the nature walks. Uh huh. Um, they had uh, blueberries that had bloomed up there. Yeah. They had um, a couple other local berries that were Alaskan berries. Mm -hmm. um, I one knew the best time to eat, to kill bear and eat it is right after they've destroyed all of the berries. Yeah, they're sweeter. Because they're like, yeah, they're very yeah. berry-like mm -hmm. meat. I don't know what that means, but evidently it's delicious. Sorry, we, ate, we ate some grasses and weeds, which were hilarious. Uh, one of them like, oh, like this is eating weed in the wilderness. Yes. It was like, this is really not smoking, eating. Mm -hmm. Um <laughs> there, <laughs> there was there was one that was like a, a seagrass. Yeah. And it's like, oh, this has no flavor. Mm -hmm. Well, some salmon must have nested in that in the night before because <laughs> it tasted so fishy. Yeah. It was like, oh my gosh, this is like eating an anchovy. That was horrible. Salmon sperm serum. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> it was bad. whale sperm serum. It was so bad. Yeah. It's like, I'm not eating that grass anymore. Yeah. Yeah, that was not good. All right. We do have, uh, I don't know that I have all five questions. I have a couple. I'm sure uh, we can come up with and, some. And most of this is routed around things that I just observed. Well, you had another picture you wanted to share. Which one are we sharing? What is the sharing? What is it? Oh, the bicycle one. Okay. So we're doing a walk mm -hmm. um, around the waterfront in Anchorage. Yeah. And we get to this little park and there's this sign that this has sign. cyclists today. 
uh-huh. uh, cyclists this month, cyclists last month. And I was disappointed because it, nowhere on this sign did it mention Davy's spin class, the number <laughs> of people that attended. Davy, you need a sign like this for your spin class. For sure. Number of people that are here today, number of people that have attended this mm-hmm. month, number of people that have attended this year. Yeah, I like it. I think Davy, it's a whiteboard that goes up in Davy's uh, spin class. A cyclist barometer. It was. It was All so right. funny to watch that. Can you imagine if we did a tourist barometer? <laughs> number of tourists that have walked by this location this year. Yeah. We need like seven times the number of digits that are on that. Yeah. But it was really, really funny to see number. And there were a lot of people that were outdoor people, mm-hmm. right? That were, that was really pretty cool. I mean, heck, this was, we Could were the, we get like a 904 barometer like this number yeah. of locals angry with a tourist today. And then you just hit, he could just have a tote board like a, behind him. Bird emoji. Yes. yes. <laughs> every, we can get the count every day for the show, Pete. <laughs> and then I, in the morning could do mm-hmm. uh, locals angry with tourists and newcomers. Yeah. And just show the number going up every day. I say we get one of these on St. George Street and we figure out a way to word it. Number of number of locals angered by tourists today. Yeah, I think number, yes. Pete Melfi. 904 we, Now logo on the it. The 904 Now logo with mm-hmm. a counter on it. It would Absolutely. be awesome. You know, the other thing is Pete has been threatening to do another billboard. Yeah. So you could do this on a billboard mm-hmm. and just set something that automatically changes the could number. Could we have the lights? Yeah. Like, so it's one of those, like, again, mm-hmm. thermometers yeah. and the lights, like, blink until yes. it explodes. And until then it, it explodes. <laughs> Number of people that are upset with tourists today. Yeah. Pete, you're welcome. Davey, we gave you great <laughs> ideas today. See, going on vacation <laughs> has, made, everybody else. has made me smart. And Pete gets a t-shirt out of this show. Yeah. Well, will Pete model the shirt on the show? Oh, he'll, the oh 100%. That shirt is 100% Pete. And I'm going to get we him. You got to get it in time for September 18th because you need a producer on September 18th and Pete might have to come and help you. I guess I'm going to have to go to the Evil Empire and order it today so that it'll <laughs> be here yesterday. Yes. That's how Amazon works. You order it today and it's here yesterday. I saw it on Spaceballs. <laughs> Yes. It's a random Oh, reference. Barbara Jean, beware of the Spandex Mafia. They exist in Alaska as they, well. I, they do. And they've got such yeah. powerful lobbying that they have their sign. I didn't take a picture of the back of the sign, but yeah. it had something scrawled in ink. We will get you, Pete Melfi. <laughs> the scrawl in the back, but I didn't want to freak Pete out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm All still right. scared of the Dobbs demon. So... And kind of travel things you, you uh-huh. as you travel and you fly around you notice different things right mm-hmm. so we were never on a window seat the entire time we were traveling was that my choice well i think uh yeah darcy picks middle and the aisle wherever and again i don't get but so i, I think like windows we, i'm leaning in well i think we did have one window because we we had somebody that didn't sit in the in the window seat so we had the whole row the mm-hmm. first flight out um of the four flight but there's a new trend going on of window seat people. Okay. I do not like this trend. All right. It bothers me. It annoys me. Uh-oh. And I need somebody to explain to me if you do this or you don't do this. Okay. You get the window seat, mm-hmm. but you don't open the window. Okay. And for me in the middle in the aisle, I'm trying to see what's going on outside the plane. Light. I would like a little bit of light. I'd okay. like to see where we are in the world, right? Mm-hmm. So when they both do it at each windows in one aisle, mm-hmm. and then the people in front do it and the people behind you're Your like, window block. I'm windowless. Yeah. I feel like I'm just in a cave that's flying. And I prefer to know that I'm in a plane that's flying than a cave that's flying. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't really happy with some of my fellow passengers that wouldn't open up the window. So as window. a classical liberal 
here. If yeah. you want control over the window, I say buy the real estate. I and agree with that. The window. I'm not. I'm you not don't get to dictate what someone else does with the window. I do get to dictate when when I'm at the window seat and I want to see get through the aisle. I make a move so I can get out. You still have to ask. They could not move. Could you raise the window? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, I want the window up. I feel like this is a communication issue on your, on your part. You could ask, Hey, would you mind opening the window? Yeah. Maybe it, they just didn't think about it. Yeah. Uh, Andy, just lower the seat. It always works. Mm-hmm. Too low. <laughs> how, tall, how tall is Andy? Andy's super tall. Yeah. Yeah. He's never had a problem finding a woman taller than him. Okay. He's never had a problem finding a woman that's taller okay. than him. So he's little. He's tall. He's super tall taller than he is she would be he's the tall he's like six nine i feel like he said that did he say that wrong or did i have a stroke i don't know i don't add another comment biden get back in the conversation with me come on come on i'm trying come on mcconnell (laughs) you have me alive for so long i don't want to do this anymore no i I, the no they don't have to appear but we did get delayed for coming back from anchorage um the flight out of anchorage for like 30, 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, we, we finally fixed the problem with the bathroom door. Ugh, that's the problem. So we, Darcy and I, you know, eventually have to go to the bathroom. She so walked past uh-huh. the middle bathroom on this flight. They fixed it. They spared no expense to they fix the bathroom. They duct taped it closed? Yes, they did. They <laughs> duct taped it closed. That's exactly what they did. You We're like, holy crap. Duct tape's military nickname was. What? It was like thousand mile an hour tape mm-hmm. because that's what they use to fix planes quickly. Okay. And so it's got a long aviation history. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I, it was just, I, I was like, okay, we waited 45 minutes for you to duct tape. I could have done it in five if you let me in there. Yes. If that was the solution, I could have done that a lot faster than 45 I want to know why they had to duct tape that door. Yeah. Was there a failed attempt at joining the Mile High Club and it delayed everybody because the door was broken? No, it was 3.30 in the morning and the plane had already been there. So exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody else is asleep. They thought they could get away with it. I don't know. It was not. No? No. And I'm just grateful that I wasn't on the plane where the person had the diarrhea. Apparently that was bad. They turned back. It was the door. Oh, you're talking about a different situation. It was a different situation. Yeah. It was two hours into a flight to, from oh. Atlanta to Spain, and they turned around. <laughs> that tells you. First of all, they had like twenty or thirty minutes trying to figure out I'm two turnarounds. For Davy to say that they ate my cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. So my other um, thing, there was a family of five. So you had a mom and a dad. Mm-hmm. You had little boys that, that were either twins or like three and four, okay. right? And then a brand new baby. Mm-hmm. And I guess they got their tickets late. They weren't all together. Mm-hmm. Um, so you had the dad in, in the middle of a row. Yeah. You had um, uh, another row behind the dad. Then you had the mom, the baby in one seat, one of the little kids, and then the other little kids in the back. Mm-hmm. one behind him. He's like a three-year-old kid all by himself on the yeah. six-hour flight. Mm-hmm. There's a girl sitting in that row. Mm-hmm. She could have looked at the mom and said, I'll move. I'll sit back there. So your son got... She never moved. This poor little three-year-old was all by his lonesome mm-hmm. on the plane. Eventually, the dad was able to go back. There was another girl sitting next to the dad that was mm-hmm. in an aisle seat that could have switched with the kid two or three back. Yeah, She never... I was like... I'd have been out of there. I'd have been 
Yes. You know, whatever you need. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, she so there's was. There's a big pushback amongst millennials, I find, that just because you're a parent doesn't entitle you to inconvenience me. And so you you made the, uh, the comment that they didn't buy the tickets early enough to be able to choose. I don't know. I don't know. But how that's not necessarily the case because I travel mm-hmm. with my kids and my parents yeah. all the time. We have three generations traveling uh, frequently when I'm traveling, I'm traveling with three generations. We buy our tickets early. That doesn't mean that the air, the airline honors the seat choices. we mm-hmm. Made. Mm-hmm. And so we're all seated yeah. together. And I can't tell you how many times we get emails where it's like, oh, because of X, Y, Z, we've had to rearrange your seats. And frequently that means that the kids are separated from the parents or Mm -hmm. whatever it is. And then we have to devote time on our vacation to call the airline and fight to keep us all together. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Mm -hmm. And so I've been traveling. Isabella was on 24 planes before she was two years old. So I've traveled a ton with babies. And I'm telling you, you are doing nothing but punishing yourself if you're going to stick your heels in the sand and mm-hmm. just, nope, I will not be moved. No, nah. you're punishing yourself and everybody else on that plane and everybody that has a bad experience. They absolutely can blame you because you can be the bigger person. I'm sorry. You can't. No airplane seat is so great that you have to traumatize a child and traumatize an entire plane load of people because this is my seat and I booked it and blah, blah, blah. Congratulations. You want a gold star? Move your ass. That's whenever I look at my kid and go, remember how I told you all the things you're not supposed to do? Mm-hmm. You have a six-hour flight with immunity. I did that once. <laughs> you go right yeah. ahead and scream and kick so and do whatever you want. My family wasn't <laughs> bumped, but the other family was bumped. And there was a child who was very, very shy and very, very scared. She was on the verge of tears, just walking onto the plane and she got separated. And these two female dogs had the window seat and the middle seat, and they were not about to change the seat so that this crying child could sit next to her parent. Mm-hmm. And so these and I hear these women, Kay, I just can't even believe they had the audacity to ask him. Da, 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 da. Meanwhile, the little girl's right there hearing them trash talk this entire situation. Yeah. So she's even more traumatized. Isabella had fought me on having breakfast. And normally I would like really reason with her and get her into a place where she's got a full belly. And I would pull out all the stops, the the circus in my bag to keep her happy. And I was like, fine, you don't eat. Pitch your fit. And I let that child pitch a fit behind those two female dogs the entire flight. And that's the only time Isabella was ever bad on a plane. That was the only time I was was, just like, nope, this is now your problem. It was a mom-sanctioned hit. Dude, I absolutely (laughs) took out those two ladies on behalf of that poor traumatized child. Like, nah. So I will make this the I, most miserable flight you have ever sat on. So I, for me, I would move in those kind of situations, mm-hmm. right? So it brought up a, a ethical dilemma. Mm-hmm. So they had to move some people out of business class mm-hmm. and coach yeah. into first class to mm-hmm. accommodate this family. Yeah. Okay. So there was so a, some people there was a couple up. that was there and I was not fond, fond of the dude, right? Mm-hmm. I just, Rub me the wrong way, right? Yeah. I just said, I'm like, I'm not okay. But anyway, it was him and his wife or him and his girlfriend. I don't know if they were married or not. Mm-hmm. They were 
about my age, maybe a little bit older, a little bit younger. I don't know. But they came up and asked him if he wanted to move to first class. What is happening? What is happening? Oh, way to go, Boomer. What just happened? Way to go, Boomer. I can't even get to it. It's terrible. <laughs> How did that? It's muted. Is this, what, muted. Was, is this what was going on? Right? It's muted. So anyway, so they asked the guy, do you want to move to yes. first class? It's a six-hour flight. It is. And he looks at her and says, I'm moving to first class. Uh-huh. With a smile and hops down the aisle to get him to first class and yeah. leaves her. Giddy up. Would you leave your spouse to sit in first class for a six-hour flight? I want to know what our listeners have to say. So. I would not. I, I've heard a couple of stories about this recently. Yeah. Um, like, that's a tough call. That depends on the circumstance. That depends on who is getting that. So my husband falls asleep on planes. Mm-hmm. And if he's sitting away, he's just, he's going to be asleep the whole time. He's not even going to be able to enjoy it. Doesn't matter what seat he's in. Mm -hmm. But if he has got to be the one answering all the questions for the kids and opening all the packages for the kids and mm -hmm. unlocking the phone or blah, 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 blah with the kids, he's going to stay awake and he's going to stay present for the flight and he'll notice what seat he's in. Um, I have, like I said, I have flown a lot with my kids Yes, and it was usually without my husband because he had to work and I was flying with my parents mm -hmm. and my kids somewhere. Mm -hmm. And so like, when I actually fly with him, then I look at him and I'm like, it's your turn to keep the kids happy on the plane because I've done it for the last three, four, five flights. And so, you know, I feel like you get major points if you're the husband and you say, I'm going to hang out with the kids. Oh, the you kids. go up to yeah. first class. That's yeah. going to make your vacation real good. Yeah. If you're like, oh, peace out, babe. <laughs> and... <laughs> And laughing on the on way out, yeah, the whole time anyway. No, I'm gonna skip my happy butt ups. Yeah, no. So I have a, I have a, a, a follow up question for you. I bet it's that guy you, was like, Man, it's you and the I kids. I didn't get any loving on vacation. I can't imagine why. You and the kids, uh -huh. no parents, mm -hmm. some bitchy people around you, mm -hmm. and they ask you to move to first class. Do you leave your kids back there with the bitchy people? I don't want my kids to be traumatized by strangers. I don't. Okay, so you're going to stay back there with yeah. the kids. All right. Okay, just checking. I, I'm not going to let strangers. But Louis is on his own. They will stay supervised. But <laughs> there was a time when Isabella and I got bumped to first class mm -hmm. because our plane got delayed. And um, I think I was traveling with my dad and I were flying to Vegas for like a, a work trip thing. And Star Trek convention. So we got separated and he was on a different flight because mm -hmm. <laughs> they had dropped a wheelchair taking it off of our plane. So when they're disembarking the flight before us, they dropped a wheelchair and it broke the fuselage of the plane. And so we were stuck for like four hours while okay. they tried to fix it until they could get another. They gave up and they just got another plane. I, in. I would not have gotten on the plane. Yeah, well. We didn't. They ended up bringing in another plane. I would have been like, no, I want a different um, plane. So that ended up ruining our connection. And so he and I are on two separate flights mm -hmm. flying to Vegas. We both got put into first class. So now yeah. I'm first class with, I think, an 18-month-old. And there's a business dude sitting in the seat. He sees a mom and an 18-month-old sit next to him. And he was livid. Yeah. He was so mad. And like I said, Isabella flew a ton. She was an angel. Mm -hmm. She didn't make a peep. He didn't even know she was there. She didn't even bump his knee. Yeah. Like baby in lap, in first class. She was the least offensive thing about the, the people in first class yeah. on that flight. And by the time we landed, he finally like conceded that he had kind of been a jerk. And he was like, she was really great this whole flight. And I wanted to be like, 
yeah, you should probably apologize for all the curse words you said about me in your head yeah. when we sat down. But I was like, oh, yeah, thank you. And uh, he was so mad. It was such a tense flight because I was just felt his rage. I just sort of asked him, <laughs> how many divorces have you had or are you planning on having? Well, he just called, out of curiosity. Just he asking. called his wife when we landed and mm-hmm. he's talking about the kids. And I want to be like, you're a dad. You just gave me that whole like rage energy and you're a dad. Ugh. I always say if they're trying, because and, and the, the mom with the baby, mm-hmm. she was trying to buckle herself in mm-hmm. while holding the baby. Yeah. And I'm looking back there. I finally got up out of my seat and said, let me, I got the baby. Mm-hmm. Done this before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Stolen babies. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just on a plane. Right. So I hold it. So she can buckle in. Right. And then yeah, I felt so bad. It was like she was trying to do all the stuff. No one else around was doing anything. Mm-hmm. It's like, could you help the poor woman yeah. who's got three kids mm-hmm. on a plane? It's just be nice to people. Yes. And just offer. Nice. I mean, she might not accept. She might yeah. not want your germs on her kids. She might not want you running off with the kid. But like offer. I've offered. Sometimes mm-hmm. people accept. Sometimes they don't. All right, it has been good to be back. It is good to be back. We we should do trivia tomorrow if the Blevins boys or some segment of them are coming in. Yeah. Is Davey coming in tomorrow? I don't know. Davey I don't, I don't know what Davey, I think he's got a cycling class. I think he I does think have he, a spin yeah. class. Remember, Davey, put the sign up. Yes. Cyclist this month. He can be sponsored by Cyclepath. He has yes. his own merch. Buy Cyclepath merch. Buy Cyclepath. Cycle. Cyclepath. I thought you said Psychopath merch. Cyclepath merch okay i like the other one better i'm sorry i just thought it would sell better in the swag store it's fantastic merch it is great merch get that out there yes absolutely all right you guys have thanks for being with us it's great to be back amanda thanks to you and davy and all of your amazing guests while i was gone i really appreciate that it was great all right we'll see you guys tomorrow tomorrow bye